I'm Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. And I'm James the Jastoff Stewart. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we continue our journey through the weapons of Monster Hunter. Uh, so let's get started. That fourth voice you heard means this is a sensible one. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the. A sturdy lance affixed with a cannon. Pressure your prey with a bevy of bombardments, then land a super powerful hit at just the right time. That's a gun lance. Or, in Andy's case, when I'm attacking the monster, land your super powerful hit and turn me fucking flying. Land all your explosions on your teammates. I think you'll find that is the exact right time because it uh, leads to hilarious explosions and such. Tick, 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 boom. <laughs> nah, yeah, the gun, the gun lance is a it's a tough one. It's it's not an easy weapon to get into. Mm-hmm. It was one of the sort of least approachable weapons I found, and I always sort of really put it off for a long time. But um, rise was the time that I, I felt right. I'm going to take the plunge, and yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun yeah, to so to, to you know Brilliant. light up your big shots. And I think particularly all the combos you can do with the the, the special shot at the end of the triple shot or. Um, doing the, your big slammy lance into the ground and then do your big shot and then obviously you've got your mm-hmm. so many even bigger shots as well, as well. it's like, just good fun before, like you add in all like, the wire bug moves and stuff like that it's like there's so many different ways it's styles within like the shell types that the gun lances have got like that basically sets you up to play a different yep. way so you have like poke shell poke shell or like all shell like full full burst where you just like your slam combo, like poke up into the air, slam down, release all the shells in one go. So there's various styles that you can use even before you get into all the wirebox yeah. stuff, which is great fun as well. I like the clips of people the wirebug moves and just like flying across the map with the the gun lance. Um, yeah, it's good fun to do that. Yeah. I, did, I did enjoy that for the first bit before I then gave up on that forever because it was totally useless. <laughs> it, looked, it looked fun though. It's good for repositioning. Oh, it was it was great fun to blast yourself away. It's not good for repositioning. It's, you end like, up in the middle just, of fucking miles away from the like, monster. It's good for monster. Run, but it's not running fully running away from the area, but like it kind of slides away from you. From you, that's when you kind of combo and you can combo. The blast dash into a full burst slam as well. Mm. Here's your problem: you're expecting Andy to practice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, what's the one move you discovered with Gun Lance that you now use? Um, I, I don't think there is that case with Gun Lance. I think, yeah, because I want to use like because you've got that sort of charge aspect to the uh, what well, you're waiting for the main big gun to charge up, and you've also got to keep. Uh, your shell's topped up as well before you can do your big big shell. Like, yeah, there's there's too many things you want to be doing that, that there isn't one easy way. Obviously, I don't use the counter or anything. I'm not insane, but... Um, you are! That's the thing! 
I would have thought even the fact, one. like you don't want to use the counter, even though like it gives you a boost in your sharpness, which is like key for like gun lines. Because nah, like, every really. time if you overshare, like you you just eat through your sharpness with that weapon. So like the counter move, like is good to throw uh, in. Like, that's fine. Move. I don't I don't leave a shell. I'm very careful. Nah, I bet you do. <laughs> why not just yeah. play the regular regular lines if you're not using the gun part I'm no, using the gun like, part he what? does he pulls it over shell I like, shell yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it like you basically you just like poke shell poke shell or are you more like shells um, I do poke poke shell yeah. most of the time that's typically the style I like like the poke shell style of the gun lines Really oh yeah, that's it. You've got to get your pokes in because then you get your cuts as well on the tail. I'm always a big, big believer in trying to cut that tail off, and uh, particularly if you can get yourself one of the serrati ones, that's always a good time. Serrati. For the yep, serrati shot. That's what we refer to it as. For the longest time, because I hadn't played it, I assumed gun lance was a bit more ranged than it is. Oh no, it's no it's range the, at all. No, no, it's, it's just, it's just, just explosion. All your gun is in your face. It's just a tank <laughs> class of the of Monsanto. Like you're more tankier than the normal lance because, like, at least you've got mobility with the lance. But with gun lance, you're a lot of the time you're like yeah. stuck in place. That's why I was mentioning before that blast dash is such a good move for repositioning because like it gives you good range catch up on a monster. Yeah, I feel they could have probably done in, in like the Final Fantasy fourteen crossover, like you could have even used that as a tank class almost. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty uh, apt for a sort of gunbreaker style for Final Fantasy fourteen fans out there. Reminds me of the thing they use to keep sharks away, which is basically just some shotgun shells at the end of a stick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I always call the gun lance things. Good yeah, like I don't have much interest in trying the lance, but I could kind of see myself trying a gun lance. Yeah, I think game. I think I think that lance is quite good for learning the game, whereas mm. I think gun lance is not. I think you already need to have a certain level of competency, and I think even having some exposure to the lance helps a lot with gun lance. Um, I don't know how easily I'd have adapted to it had I not done lance before okay all of my knowledge of gun lance just comes from listening to the podcast that Gaijin Hunter's on because the other guy we're really gun lance player gun lance mean. apparently it's cool. underpowered but I'm sure everyone says that about their own weapon it's still it doesn't matter <laughs> other than a PvE game <laughs> yeah I know right it can be like underpowered all fucking... once, as long as it's fun it doesn't matter yarp I think Greatsword is underpowered. I think it needs bigger numbers. <laughs> Longsword is underpowered. I got hit once. Yeah, the one shot more right, so underpowered. Stranger, stranger. Now that's a weapon. Hunting horn. Hasn't loaded yet. Excellent. That's why you don't use the I should have got some more syllables out of horn. <laughs> a blunt weapon that allows you to bluff your hunting part. Nope. <laughs> a blunt weapon that. <laughs> a blunt weapon that allows you to buff your hunting party by performing melodies. Gather notes of a single color for a steady boost, 
or combine three to gain all effects. So I had zero interest really in playing this weapon before Monster Hunter Rise. Um, but I remember reading in like lots of the like pre release info and uh, kind of first impressions that people were saying, and obviously when the demo came out as well, people were saying, "Oh yeah, the hunting horn, they've really simplified it, they've really changed it, and made it like a lot easier to use." Um, so Rise, I actually did dabble with it for the first time, and I had a blast. Like I think there's, I think you do need to have that sort of mentality of being less selfish it definitely doesn't feel great as a solo weapon which is why i only really played it with you guys online mm. mainly because i found the the main perk for it to me at least was to to send out buffs to the rest of the party you know whether it's whether it's you know stamina recovery health regen um you know whatever it may be um earplugs what have you and they have made it, you know, I think really, really simple now in terms of putting the notes together or, or repeating the same song that you just played with a bit of like hyper aggressive, like they've basically like fully reworked like the weapon. Like mm-hmm. too often in previous games, like people would be wouldn't be on the monster attacking it, they'd be off to the side playing their songs, buffing their teammates and like that well that helps to a degree. Like if you're not hitting the monster then what's the point? That's it. It's uh, yeah. aggressive. You're always on the monster. Like it's got good, like an iframe moves to help you through that. And it needs to be enough as a natural weapon to use, right? Because I, I guess that's the thing. Like, all the chat is about the buffs it's providing, but mm. that's not necessarily going to be that much fun to play. And particularly when you're playing single player, you're um, you, you're going to get nothing out of that at all. Whereas, yeah, well, depends you, on the, the songs. Really. Otherwise, like, the options just going to be take the hammer, right? Depends on the horn that you pick. Oh yeah, of course, there'll be different songs, but it's got to compete with the hammer, right? Because it's so similar. I would, yeah, but it's similar enough to the hammer, like as a raw, you know. Doomer, I'm sure that there's plenty of differences, but what you're doing is you're clubbing a monster with a big, like, club, effectively, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it, it, that that's going to be its primary competitor in terms of. Which weapon do you want to use if you want to have a big smashy thing? Um, so it's got a like do something like to make it viable like on its own. More fun compared to the hammer. Me, I would agree with that. I think that whilst I, 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 I love yeah, that, I don't disagree. Even, that even that's in a, a solo capacity, thing. like I would rather if I'm going for like an impact weapon, like like solo. That's you're going to be doing more like, damage with like the hammer. hammer right? Like I still, I would go horn. I would even say you you would be definitely doing more damage with a hammer, to be honest, Andy, because no. the way they've buffed it, they, you really do get a lot well, well, of right, numbers. I'm not just talking about Rise, on, I'm talking about before Rise songs, as well, like, right? A lot of like, the popular like song list on Hunting Horns is like either you're giving your people like attack boost or affinity, and that those work perfectly fine, like solo, like you're giving yourself the same mm. boost. So that doesn't just go out to... Yeah, but once again, I'm not I'm not just talking Rise here, right? Like, yeah. I'm talking about the Hunting Horn in general. Like, yeah. Th- they've obviously done a fair bit of work for Rise to make it th- this much better. I think previously you'd be questioning a bit more, mm, is this going to be worth it? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah. And it was, I think... up until Rise, I don't know if it's changed or not, like the least popular weapon, right? Like, whenever they that did, was, like, yes. release numbers. Rise. That's what, like, Lance's way down at the bottom now. Mm. What is the thing? I know... Horns at least in the top 10. Like, if not top 10. World was the first one. 
with the um like you could do all the quests online mm-hmm. and i guess at that point it made more sense that you could just be an entirely hunting horn player and i remember seeing a lot of idiots online arguing about what well, someone comes in and says they've made a support character and being like that's not monster hunting you have to actually contribute to hunting monster but i think it probably made the most sense in like a post monster hunter world world Um, and there are people who like to play games as the healer as a support character Mm. as someone who sees themselves as the protagonist of life that's never made sense to me but like i think i think if a healing's made interesting or fun enough right like that's the point i enjoy healing in final fantasy 14 because what i'm doing doesn't feel any less valuable but yeah i mean certainly most games it's it's definitely not a default position for me to take up Mm. But it's not just valuable, it's also like it has to be exciting, right? Like I think the healing characters in Overwatch are supposed to be quite fun, right? Yeah, yeah they are. Because yeah, you're yeah. basically doing the same thing. You're pointing a gun at someone and pressing shoot. It's just you're pointing it at your allies and pressing heal. Depends uh, on the character, but yeah. 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 You're still doing damage uh, and, it, and that kind of like that, that's a kind of design ethos for support or healing character, like characters or classes in games as a whole. I think like you should definitely still mm-hmm. Be like be involved in attacking and doing damage. Like Andy mentioned, Final Fantasy, um, you are you should still be doing damage when you can, like between heals, you know. I think they they have worked reworked the hunting horn in such a way that, you know, it kind of leans into that. You are going to be doing damage all the time to get your songs off, rather than like Jas mm-hmm. was saying, sitting in the corner and twiddling with your flute, <laughs> you know. So, um. Uh, yeah, I, I had a really good time with the, the Hunting Horn and Rise, but I did have a lot of interest in playing it before the rework. Well, um, ironically, because my image of the Hunting Horn is still that it's mostly about providing the buffs, right? Which would have made sense like back when we were playing previous games, when we were playing multiplayer like multiple times a week every week. Mm. Whereas because we're just not at that same place in our lives, the idea of having such a multiplayer focused weapon doesn't have the same appeal anymore. I will say though, I've been messing around with the hunting horn while we've been talking. When you've got your weapon out, the hunter's like idle stance is doing a little jig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even I don't I've ever noticed the idle stance. That's that great. is a huge factor in making me think that yeah, this is going to be my main in the next game. <laughs> 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 Just constantly swaying hips. Yes, sign me up. So we have like the the put it back to the old on and on in the next game. <laughs> it's like disappointing everybody. No idle stance. There is a there is a lot of character to the Hunt Norn as well, like with the different sort mm. of like sounds like yeah. each weapon will put out as well. And like the designs I think are always great on the Hunt Norn as well. Um they, they do put a lot of love into this weapon. Um were they even great in world? Oh, <laughs> well, was anything great in world for designing <laughs> the, um... the weapons? <laughs> The Hunting Horn is someone's favourite weapon. I can't remember who, but one of the Monster Hunter directors or producers is a big Hunting Horn guy. Can can um, tell with the amount of love they put your shoulder in World. Uh, Rise, sorry, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, yeah when you kept seeing it being least popular. Maybe maybe Hunting Horn is like his secondary then, because like yeah. Andy was saying, Hammer and Hunting Horn have some shared DNA. The uh, the starting one you have in Rise is a biwa, which is the the ancient Japanese instrument which they play in all the cutscenes. Let's go. 
Stranger, stranger. Now that's a weapon. Switch axe. <clears throat> Switch axe. Switches between axe mode for fluid mobility and hefty single hits, and sword mode for quicker strikes. File effects activated by the sword persist in axe form. Am I remembering right that Switch Axe, Charge Blade, and Insect Glaive are all Monster Hunter 4? No, just Charge Blade. Switch Axe is 3 right? Okay, when was Switch Axe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Switch Axe was my first ever weapon. I think it was 3U, right? Because I think it's one of the ones that was... I don't think it was in Try. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Probably 3U. Switch Axe was my, was my first ever weapon in Mod Center. It was what I that's, started that's off with. really surprising. <laughs> tall Rise, like, I've never got on with Switch Axe at all. Like, it just confused the hell out of me and, like, switch, switching forms, especially in, like, for the third generation. I was like, I'm like, what? I need to reload my weapon? Well, really? See, I see, I found it quite fun whenever I've picked it up to dabble with in an arena. I it's think great, I right? put a bit it's of time in around generations. Moment. Probably one of, my, one of my top five weapons in Rise. I've not, I've not tried it at all in Rise, but yeah, I think I've dabbled with it in about somewhere in four or gen. Um, and it was definitely, it had potential. It's one I've definitely considered for games since it's taking as a main because it is quite fun. Like, like the combos generally, and the whole, like I said, I was confused over like charging up, like you kind of, you've got a bar to charge up and that kind of effectively it can run down and then you have to kind of reload your weapon and then you go again and recharge it sort of thing. That always confused me, and like, and I never liked either, like being like, kind of locked in place with your when you combo. You got a little that little side hop dodge, but the addition to the put to rise, like anyway, Jay, if you're like, if you're a fan, you should probably talk a bit more about it. Well, <laughs> if it was your original weapon, tell us yeah. more about your. I'm I'm going to town path. on the big mechanical capper right now, and I've got to say it's pretty fun. I'm just non-stop comboing. It's so. And good. I've just been, I've just been batting bashing, button bashing, and it's like. Now it's a sword. Now it's an axe. Now it's glowing. Now it's exploding. Now I'm doing somersaults. Like, I think um, if it's if like Jazz said, you have to stay still. Then maybe a, this isn't quite as fun when it's a real monster. But attacking this thing, no, great. Like, and rise like like the the, the wirebug moves like can I deal with that problem that I had previously with the weapon from the previous games? Like and rise like this the mobility that it's got is like through the roof with the wirebug moves. I think. They've done things to mitigate that as well. Like before, like the the switch act is finisher, so to speak, which is the X and A in sword mode, where you kind of that's right, yeah, where you do the the, the kind of stab and then you mash you mash the button and then it the sword basically blows up. Near enough, um, I think since rise since world, sorry, you can actually stick the sword into the monster and do that. Uh, so then even if the monster's moving you still get the explosion off whereas before Rise you had to make sure the monster was either you know, going to stay still for a couple of seconds to let you get that, that move off uh, and get your file explosion uh, sorted like there. the latch on move like in 4 mm-hmm. nope nope huh. nope um, that, that was a that world was like, was there. Onwards. nope was yeah um so, like, what kind of appealed to me with the Switch Axe initially was using it in um, aerial style uh, back in Generations. 
um, because it was one of the weapons that when you did your roll into the monster to get your you know your leap up to then do the jumping attack mm-hmm. it would attack on the way up when you were in sword mode um, so you would kind of get like a rising attack and then be able to come down with a sword on the way down and it was so good at getting mounts in that game as a result because that attack would do mounting damage on the way up mm-hmm. um, so you're essentially getting two mounting attacks per leap in, uh, in, in generations so that was really good and then once you got your mount off slam them into the wall it's not slam to the wall obviously finish the mount in that game <laughs> that was uh, that's how that used to be and um, and then you'd then be able the, the, the whole being locked in place thing wouldn't be a big deal because you would just go ham on them yeah. with the with the sword um, what I'll say is that in generations and I think they've changed this since then you pretty much always wanted to be in sword mode because the axe really wasn't great for damage. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they've kind of changed that a bit since. It's definitely changed in the and, rise. I think like when you power up the weapon now, like it used to only be for sword mode, but like when you transform it back into axe, like you stay powered up, so you're still getting like that's cool damage coming off. I think like on some of the axe moves. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a worthwhile change because a lot of times it didn't feel like the axe point. It wasn't you know the switch axe was in its name, but it just felt more like the switch sword in generations. Uh, I when think I was in it. Japanese as well, it's called switchblade. It's called slash axe. Okay, then maybe maybe it's the charge, charge blade that has a different name. Charge yeah, it's called the charge axe, right? I just remember they both have the same name in Japanese and they don't in English. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, the uh, yeah the, the sword component was a huge, far more important than the axe in generations. Um, so I don't have a lot of know-how and knowledge around the axe move set to be honest. Beyond obviously having the bigger reach than the sword. Um, it's good for so doing like the morph. You've got good morph combos in and rise. Like you start off like you charge it up, go into the sword mode. You do your double or triple slash, and then you hit ZR, I think, and then you go into axe, mm-hmm. and then you go morph it back with a double tap of R and then just repeat the soft combo again over and over it's a good like, infinite combo when the sword isn't on screen the audience should be asking where's the sword that was me generations yep yep stranger stranger now that's a weapon Charge Blade, a weapon that has both sword and axe. Charge it up in sword mode, then combine sword and shield into an axe and unleash the energy as a devastating attack. This was oh. my main in Rise. Was it? Yep. How did I not notice that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess you own, we own, me and you didn't hunt that much because... I was on Japan time when you guys were playing together. We mostly just hunted for the cast, so maybe you weren't paying attention. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a charge blade boy. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to have to defer to you because this is a weapon I've never used, even in arenas and that, so I've little to note, nothing to say beyond the fact that I think this is probably what I'll take in the next Monster Hunter game. Uh, to okay. finally get to grips with it. Because yeah, I, I do like the look of it, I do like the... Next game? You know, the, the, Probably next game. I'm not going to bother making new weapons or that for some break. So yeah. Basically, I played the demo. I played every weapon. So like, okay, 
I want to play one that I haven't played before that was fun. And this, the combos are not too difficult to pull off. Mm. And especially in Rise, you've got the... Um, one of your wire bug moves is just like a big... You make your shield big. <laughs> and then when it blocks, it fills up all your um, vials. Mm-hmm. So you've got like a nice big counter and then you can just go on the offensive. So like with um, what Jay was saying about the old Switch Axe, with the Charge Blade, it's like, yeah, I basically... In Rise, I can mostly be in Axe mode and just doing you know, fairly big numbers all the time. The chart, the um, sword and shield mode is just either I'm on the defensive or I'm charging up to go back to going in the axe mode. Um, but that, that worked fine for me because what I like about a sword and shield weapon in a game is blocking and, you know, being able to do an interesting block and get a counter. Mm-hmm. So I have that aspect. And then when I'm on the attack, I just want a big old sword. So I get the best of both worlds with this one. I'm assuming the shield doesn't stack up as, you know, as blocking as much as like the lance would but I presume it's better than the sword and shield. It seems to be a fairly decent. I think shield, it's just a full block, right? I don't but think at the yeah. Most of the time, I'm blocking. I'm doing that big countery block. Mm. Yeah, mm. like that's the code. So for me, it's, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's got other it's blocks. Really decent that, shield. It's the it's the weapon called. It's got guard points. Yeah, there's little blocks in your combos yeah, as well. Like within like um, you come out early, which to be, you like, transform from like kind of axe into sword and shield, like mode. It's not like I'm good enough to be doing those deliberately, mm. but sometimes it's I'll get lucky in the middle of an attack, and it's like, oh, nice. The easiest one to pull off is like the when you're like it's the R and X one, like when you're kind of looking the animation as if you're you're putting the sword into the shield, like to go towards that axe, mm. like that initial one is like it's really quick if you time it right. Like that's the easiest guard point to do. I found. I do think yeah, if... you you get a nice big animation of the shield in front of your face in that one, so it makes sense. I do think the the kind of finisher with the charge blade, where you kind of spin the axe around and then you look like a ball of energy at the top of the axe that kind of blows up, is very flashy. Really cool move. So yeah, I I'm assuming know... it's quite different to back on four because that's when I used uh, charge blade the. Well, as, as my main back then, mm. I always remember the big sort of path of energy like being unleashed mm-hmm. out the end of it. But it was like a sort of yeah, it was like a series of blasts on the floor as opposed to yeah, the kind of a ball that hits the monster. Definitely doesn't. Yeah, yeah that, I used to absolutely love doing that in four. But that really super attack that Jay's talking about, I don't actually know how to activate that through normal attacks. But your foot, if you do the big attack right after the the um counter block then you do one of those the, so I do it a fair amount no there's a certain it. point in charging that it works it's not standard hmm. well, I was just trying to say like how to be. you get into like the the super ramp like move out of the normal combos like it's, it's you can do it through normal sword swipes and then hit XA when you do like a little kind of shield stab and if you just hit it again like that goes into the super ramp, super move. Yeah, I think it's always been a funny one for me because it was a weapon I absolutely loved in 4, but I've never really been that tempted since then. Like, I I, I don't know, I feel that something was sort of lost in the weapon that that didn't quite match how it used to sit in 4. 
which is a shame. Um, but also, I'd say it's one of my favourite looking weapons. When, but certainly the ones that I had in four, like I really enjoyed having a big, varied collection of vastly looking charge blades mm. that all look, well, you know, really cool. When we were talking about the sword, the sword and shield, Mus was saying that the problem is the shields always look like an afterthought. Mm. Whereas, because the shield is much bigger in charge blade, both the sword and the shield tend to look cool. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, when I was looking at some swords and shields last time, a lot of them were just like the same generic circle with a slight lift of paint. Yeah, kind of like a buckler, right? Like in terms of the yeah. design of the shields, they've got more design space because it's more like a kite shield almost in some ways for the charge blade, right? Yeah. Jess, I'm surprised you're not more into switch axe and charge blade because they're basically bloodborne weapons. Mm, I do uh, like I do fairly like them. Which they're typically like not my favorite and more sort of like usually it's just like the switch mechanic really like it's, it's like extra work. And I don't really like I that. Like for more sort of generally, you're sounding too much like me there. That is that is not, <laughs> that's not helpful, actually, possessed by the I do like them. Like they're just not like <laughs> in my like top five favorites usually. But I've like I've got over time like in rise like I've. Got used to, like I do like the I didn't really like charge blade initially like the, the whole counter peak performance move like I hated the fact that it was just like an instant fill and I didn't actually have to because there's probably going to be people out there that don't do like the the base like kind of sword combos to fill up their files like maybe they do but mm. like when you've got that counter peak performance wirebug move like there and it's like I think it only uses one wirebug as well like it's yeah why why are you not using it I mean like. But I am using it. I would definitely. Once I, once I got over that, like it's, it's definitely fun, and I think like the other variations of the wirebox skills where you can go fully into like uh, they call it Savage Axe in World. Like they've got a version of that in Rise, and like I like that version of the Charge Blade more than like just filling up the files and then unloading them in one hit because you're like. It charges up your axe, and you're actually using the axe combos a hell of a lot more. And it, like, as mm. you're hitting the monster, it's constantly refilling your files, and it only kind of resets it. Like, if you take a hit or you see your weapon to run away, like, and then you start the combo path up again. Like, a lot more fun that way for me. So I have played hundred and sixty hours of this game. I barely knew half the stuff you just told me you can do with that weapon. <laughs> there's a lot. Like, there's that's, usually a lot. Like, that's so, Monster it's a, Hunter. It's a, yeah, it's a different style, really. Like that's generally what I like. Like for like most of the weapons, like I try and like find a style that suits the way I like to play. And it's kind of weird because I did like the full the full burst like super move like in, in World, like but I was strong in that game, so maybe that helped. Yeah, they're definitely. I've heard people complain that that move in particular has been debuffed a little bit. Yeah, they, they brought it back. I think... Uh, back, they didn't double down. I think what you were saying there, Luke, and obviously but there's so much to this weapon that even you didn't know after so many hours of the, with the game, I think that's probably what's maybe put me off it in past, like from actually <laughs> trying it out, is it does seem like the, there's, it's the most daunting weapon and it's certainly one that I would not recommend to anyone for their first weapon in a modern mm-hmm. game. Like, it just seems like there's so many mechanics to get to grips with. Um, 
Yeah, it's essentially my fourth weapon. It's a little complex, but not. I wouldn't say it's more complex. It's not up there with, like, one of the guns. Yeah. More more complex than other weapons. And I think, Jay, like, with you being into your Switch Axe, I think think you'll take to it more than you think you will. Yeah, no, I I think it's probably one I will give give it a bash for the next Monster Hunter game whenever we get that, so... More, more than that to come. When we do weapons episode 2.0. Yeah. Couple of years from now. <laughs> stranger, stranger. Now that's a weapon. Right, are we ready now? Yeah. Cool. Insect Glaive. Command insects called Kinsects to absorb essence from your prey and buff yourself. Vault into the air, kick your foes, and attack from all angles while airborne. Sure, it's not probably not for me to introduce because I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not that, but I have absolutely no experience with the insect glaive. Really, I've, I've only dabbled with it in a couple of arenas, and yeah, I just that this is a weapon that I would argue takes too much work. Well, I would agree with that. Because you need to get your buffs sticking out before you get going. This was my main weapon from For You, and I've like I've loved it like ever since. It's then like the more stuff they've added to it, like game to game, like it's, it's only got better in my eyes. But what Andy was saying there about the it taking a lot of work, like to get your good combos going, you'd really need you at the very least you need the red extract from the monster, which gives your combos like makes your combos a lot quicker, like a more powerful person. And that just, like, it's a bit of work, but once you know, like, the main thing for the Insect Glaive is, like, you to get the red extract buff I was talking about, which speeds up your combos, like, the main thing you look for is what does it, what does a monster attack with mostly? If it attacks mostly with its tail, that's where the red extract will be. If it's mostly with its head, that's where it will be, and it changes. You just need, it takes a little bit of learning. The monster. See, thought. Thought is a mechanic. <laughs> it's absolutely unexpected. The more you described that, the I was like, Andy has never played this weapon. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know it's not. Definitely not an Andy weapon, Billy. Uh, this was my first weapon in four pre gravy. Um, when I restarted the game, I didn't use it. <laughs> cool. I feel like this weapon was indicative of like the direction they wanted to go. Because this was the weapon where they started making the character really bounce around the map. I mean, yeah, it's the and then it's we the, had the aerial style, the and then mounts. we had wire bugs. So this was like a statement of intent: the creation of this weapon. I think it was also the fact it was created in combination with mounting, right? Well, so, like the, the the it was the best weapon to get mounts. Yeah, they wanted, it. and it was the game where mounts became the, the mechanics. So like verticality in a version. Of yeah, they wanted that game to be. 3D was one of their main things. That's why it has climbing up walls and bouncing off things and all that jazz. The thing is that this kind of turned me off from even trying Insect Glaive is obviously a big thing about it is how aerial it is and how it's how good it's meant to be at getting mounts. And it is, but it feels like in all the ones that are games I've played, there's probably weapons that get mounts quicker. Oh yeah, and... you played it post- Aerial style, yeah, it's so, yeah. Well, that's, that's game to game, like and like this, like just went down like in a the list of weapons you you actually use to like mount the monster because your most of your damages and your aerial attacks, at least in rise, your aerial boots are 
where most of the damage is, even though you've got good greedy combos as well. But like I can understand why they paired it back and it doesn't give you more of a, a mount or like at least in rise like and like start off like a wyvern raid because that would mm. that'd be broken. Like you'd be getting like three wyvern raids like on a one monster per hunt. Mm. That'd be like way too much. But yeah, um by combining like voting off the insect, then doing the dash in the air, then doing a wire bug, then doing another wire bug, then doing another dash in the air, mm-hmm. you can really like zip around the map with it with some practice. And yeah. I'm doing it in the um what do you call it? Valstrax armor at the moment, so it looks like I've got jet engines launching <laughs> across the map. Yeah. I was talking about earlier uh, the gun lance like being like the a weapon that's good for closing distance, like the insect life's like the king of that. Mm. No better weapon than closing down the distance and mm. I think it's a very visually flashy move when like you're in the middle of a combo, just like twirling the glaive around. You look like um Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very telling that when they did for that animated film the insect glaive user is like the girl with the sort of butterfly outfit and she's doing what, you know, the female character tends to do in some sort of anime where she's moving around very quickly, but maybe not actually doing a lot of damage. <laughs> Did she not get like her arse kicked? <laughs> she basically goal. dies off screen, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember we were all like, I think she died, but it wasn't really made very clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stranger, stranger. Now that's a weapon. The bow. A weapon built for ranged attacks. A four-time mobility. Fires arc shots to cover for allies, or power shots that hit hard. Coatings can be applied to inflict status effects. It's kind of funny they mention the arc shots in that description. It's like the one thing that just doesn't get used, and at least in noise. Is that the one that the like fires like the little pebbles from the air? Or is that yeah, different? like it's like they changed it in rise. It's like little buffs. Like they can either be like a little health boost or like an affinity boost, but they just they don't last long enough for you to use it. Mm. No, no coconuts as they call them in, in Rise, which is a shame. Cause so the coconut are... gun cannot fire in effects. <laughs> those are fun if in the. Shoots, yeah, it's not gonna hurt. In world, like because you could get KOs off of it and like spam it a fair bit. So the bow is what people usually recommend if people want to start trying the gunmaster weapons right? yeah, like it's certainly the easiest one to pick up right because you don't have to worry about making all your ammo yeah. you can just whack it on and you know even the coatings right they're they're nice to have they're not yeah but they're not massively you essential have a perfectly fun hunt the, the backup yeah. infinite close range coatings like once you mm. run out of the attack ones and the main thing you're going to have to kind of deal with is it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, jaw blades in a way where you're it's about managing your stamina. So it's like yep. your stamina training as you're aiming. Yeah, yeah. Like as you're pulling the the ball back and like dashing about from side to side or falling and back, like pretty. I think it feels more like a monster hunter weapon, like a more more like a melee weapon, I suppose, um, than the. The, the boat guns do to me. Yeah, it's an in-between. Like, it feels like that's a very different practice. Yeah. It's an in-between type of weapon. Like, so you're, even though it says it's like ranged in that description as well, like you're typically trying to stay a lot closer to the monster than you would compare to like a yep. light bow gun or a heavy bow gun. Like. 
Well, I'm a, I'm yeah, it's, it's almost like the way to learn how to do your range damage. Yeah, it's like how you learn how to do your range damage, where it works, where it hits, but then you know you can then speci- <coughs> specialize later. But yeah, I'd definitely say if anyone was keen to try out a uh, ranged weapon, this is a good place to, to give it a try. Am I right in saying, and I don't know if this is still a thing, because I can only really remember ever trying bow in Generations for a little bit, does it still have like that critical range sort of mechanic where it does? Yeah. You 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 do more damage at a certain spot. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the only thing that's kind of kept me from maybe dabbing with the bow more more than I w- would like because I think the as a ranged weapon, it doesn't feel like I should be that close that as close mm. to the monster as it wants you to be. Um, it, it feels like it. it I wouldn't really match up with how I'd normally use a bow in a game I'd be further away from the yeah. enemy in that regard well, but uh, I, should, I think it'd be I once you get kind of past that like in it fits I think it fits really well for most of them or like why I, like Andy was saying I agree with him that how it's the one ranged weapon you should start with because like it's mm. not it's not like a big step up to go. Wow, I'm this far away from the monster. Like, what do I do? Suppose you're, yeah. you're close, mm-hmm. and like you're still but, going to be able to see and dodge most of the moves that you did with like other weapons. It's even got a fairly tasty melee attack if you get, accidentally get too close. And it's got that big move where you like leap over it and shoot it from above or whatever with the wide. Yeah, it's got a big aerial move, and like you can you can actually stab an arrow stab like out of that as well. Well, that's that's always fun. See, I have enjoyed bows in games in the past, but usually what I like is the sort of Dark Souls Zelda kind of thing where I switch to my bow, set off a couple of shots, and then go back to using my melee weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like what I really liked was, weapon. yeah, I liked the um, the little wrist mounted thing you had in World. What's that thing called? Uh, <laughs> you mean, I've completely forgot as well. Sling- oh slinger, 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 yeah. Slinger, slinger. yeah, the slinger. Well, Andy coming through with a law. <laughs> slinger law. Yeah, yeah, no, I liked the slinger, and I wish that had been expanded upon a bit more into feeling more like a. Like, if I could just have a. Imagine if they made a monster hunter where you have one. Where you can have one melee weapon and one ranged equipped. Hmm. If they ever did go like a bit more open world, I think I've seen that, like, cool. a lot of like fan suggestions seem to be like they want like another ranged weapon, but like I've seen like kind of like, what you were mentioning there, like hybrid like weapons. Mm. Where, like, I feel I feel that you're moving into just trying to make Monster Hunter Elden Ring at that point. That's my uh, <laughs> yes, you are correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got me. I do like the. Is it the dragon piercer they call it on the bow? Like where it gets the big massive fucking mm-hmm. arrow and like kind of scrapes it along the ground. The the yeah, whole animation for that is so cool. Monster just went to sleep or been downed in some way. Yeah. Shoot that massive arrow Discord broke up there, but I, I think you sung something. It's because of all looks yeah. I think. <laughs> it's always because of my singing. singing. Discord's always trying to censor me. Because I've seen truth to power. Stranger, stranger. Now that's a weapon. Heavy bowgun. A powerful ranged weapon as heavy on firepower as it is in the hand. 
can be loaded with wyvern heart or wyvern snipe ammo, depending on the situation. So, I decided to dabble with Heavy Bowgun for a very, very short period of time in Monster Hunter, Rise, eh, Monster Hunter World, sorry. and it's very, very fun just to, like, fire, like, so many explosives and, like, bombs and basically just, like, shell the hell out of a monster um, with all the different uh, ammo types it's got. Um, like your sticky bombs, your kind of like the, the mortar strikes that it does um, and the, the lack of the mobility didn't really bother me that much with, with it being a ranged weapon you're you know, kind of be going to be a bit further away from the monster anyway and this one doesn't have that sort of critical range mechanic really, it does have damage drop off I believe but, it, does, um, it depends on your ammo type like if you're firing like normal that, shots yeah. like you won't or spread or what have you stuff. there yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, if you're using um, explosives, like cluster bombs, then yeah, like you don't have to worry about critical distance. Cluster bombs, I love them so much. That may be my favourite ammo type, actually. That's like, I've actually made do. like a, a cluster only heavy bow gun in Rise, and it's like, it's probably that piercer of the only two ways I play heavy bow gun. Like, in Rise, because so I don't like the lack of mobility, even though it's, it's, it's better in Rise, like, you've got a little slide move you can do out of the way. But like, yeah, cluster bomb, just so I don't have to worry about critical distance and I just bomb the monster in the oblivion. Surely the lack of mobility wouldn't be as big a problem with the wire bugs in Rise, no? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's in Rise, like, you've got a little slide move. And, and, and the, you can just zip away with the wire bug as well, right? It's like the, it's the heavy roll. Uh, like, I don't know if it's like, just like the Dark Souls and me, like, obviously... The fat roll, yeah, roll, yeah. The fat roll, I don't like that. And, like, you've got a fat roll and mm. with heavy bow gun. Like, if you, unless you time it after a shot, you've got a little side hop now. But mm-hmm. most of the time, I just spam is, the wirebar slide to get out of the way rather than rolling it. It definitely helps. Is the wyvern has... heart and wyvern snipe still in rise? Yeah, you just, you just said it. It was, <laughs> like, from the description... Oh, this is the Rise Wiki. Yes, of course, Doi. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I think the Wyvern Heart, which is the like chain gun super chain attack. Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was, if I remember rightly, that was kind of like a big trailer moment in one of the early Monster World trailers because mm, it just yeah. cut to the guy with the heavy bow gun, just like going crazy like in the full fully automatic machine gun mode and like every, everyone like I remember the, everyone in the chat was like oh my god what what was that that is insane because that had never been in that, that was a new feature for the heavy yeah, bow gun it basically replaced like in the older games like they didn't use bow guns at all really in the older games but I've seen people like play them and stuff and the, the older heavy bow gun had like a siege mode that's called where you just like, lock the right. character in place I mean, and you sent off like you had like 20 plus shots to kind of fire off so chain gun wyvern heart like it was kind of it's kind of similar to that I haven't had much interest I haven't had much interest in playing the bow guns until that world trailer where Mm. they just made it look like gears and I was like okay I could probably (laughs) enjoy that I I never did as we spoke about before they're definitely more approachable now like since the change like to the the third person like kind of Sure, like perspective. Standard twin stick controls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think the the Wyvern Heart. There's a moment I remember in one center uh, world where, if you remember in the ancient forest, like like there's that cave that's full of Jagras. Uh, I don't know if you remember yeah. that area of the map. Yeah. And I remember I was trying out the heavy bow gun on a quest, and I think it was a great Jagras I was just trying it out on, and the great Jagras ran into that cave with all the kind of mini Jagras going there as well. I remember I walked in there with the Wyvern Heart chain gun thing activated and I just felt like a warlord like like just coming in and like <laughs> slaughtering the masses with this chain gun. That bit in the um the first Terminator film where you see a Terminator get into their base in the future. Yes. And it just mows down everyone with a minigun. That that was me. That was me. Yeah. yeah. Um the wyvern snipes a lot of fun as well, like where you, you kind of like fire that one big shot into the monster, then it it just blows that blows up massively. Yeah, uh, really satisfying to land that on a monster, but there is something something visceral about the chain gun mode. <laughs> the wyvern snipes generally like on most of the weapons, at least for heavy bowgun that I've seen, at least like most of the me- the kind of metal ones are like they all have wyvern snipe that's a bit of a shame. Mm. It's as good as it is, but like I'm with you, like the machine gun, like it's just a lot more fun. Now, as much as I've been kind of, you know, praising the 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 heavy bowgun here, I think, and this is a problem I would probably have with the light bowgun as well. What kind of keeps me from sticking with it is just farming all the materials. <laughs> it's too much faff. I cannot be bothered, like. Constantly farming different like materials for ammo. Previous like episode, like it's their end. They're kind of post and end game kind of weapons. Mm-hmm. Like once you've built up enough of those materials, and it's not a pain to kind of consistently kind of farm them. Obviously, you still need to do it, but like you, it's, it's more. I guess when you get once you get into end game, the ideal is Andy style. You just play this one in arenas sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Or do what I'm doing. Yeah. Like you you buy like the you get the like, feeling cat cluster heavy bow gun and all you do is use that. And then when you run out of ammo you forecast them back to your camp and restock. I suppose it's less of a problem now in the new games as well that you can restock your ammo if you need to. Rather than if you ran out of ammo in generations or, or anything but, generations. Make some out of berries. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you're <laughs> fucked. Or you're Quest is going longer than it should because all you're having to do is hit like the use the infinite normal one ammo, which is not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just walk up and whack it in the shins with the melee attack over and over. <laughs> I guess yeah, a bit probably like probably be more damage than like the infinite ammo. To be honest, like the little shield burst. Is it a, Is it fair to say that there's also an element that this is a weapon that's best played? As part of a multiplayer team, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say so. I think because again, it, it's kind of like if you were summoning and you know Dark Souls or Elden Ring or what have you, like you, you got that opportunity for the monster not to be focused on you, mm. yeah. um, which then allows you to then you know go ham with some of your 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 stronger ammo or what have you. There, I suppose you just need to be careful that you're not knocking everybody about with all the explosions you'll be pulling yeah. off, but. Um, yeah, that's there's that element. That, that cluster, I was going to say that cluster, like heavy bow gun that I've got, like a, 
it's just I don't feel right using that in like multiplayer, at least like with randoms, because they'd mm. just be they'd be flying everywhere. Maybe maybe I should do it more often and land to get a taste of what it's like to be not land. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you my set for like that cluster heavy Morgan. <laughs> for when we get back on Sunbreak. Glad to look forward to Andy. He hasn't been listening to us for Woo. like five minutes. I realised. I tried to throw something over to him a minute ago as well. Yeah. Did you? I I brought I mean, up. A point I, I heard Moses. I didn't hear yours. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you mentioned me. That's fine. Yeah. I, I didn't have anything more to add. <laughs> all, all, all I would have said was yes, I do that. Yeah, that's what you're meant to do on a podcast, Asherites. <laughs> but I've already made it quite clear that that's what I do very often, including about the light bow gun last week or wherever it was. <laughs> oh dear. That's. Nice. Oh, did you want me to yeah. reply? All I can do is say yes. <laughs> I thought you would know. I thought you would know that, that all I would do is say yes. All I do is say yes. But my body, my body is telling you yes. So this is probably the uh, the last proper episode you're going to get for a while. Um, as you may have seen by the, the kind of scattershot ideas we've had, the weapons episode, and then of course the various quizzes. Um, we are a bit low on ideas for <laughs> in the run up to Sunbreak. Um, if you've got anything, anything you want to hear us chat about, you know, fire, fire us a tweet at the monster, the monster master Twitter account, and uh, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll consider we'll consider it. I'm not saying we'll definitely do it, but we will consider it. We are we are looking for some content ideas. So, well, if the idea is that uh, you 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 try Monster Hunter three for the first time, what's the uh, what's the likelihood of that happening? Uh, if you buy me a copy on on three DS, sure, yeah, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I feared that would be the. <laughs> um, so yes, next time we'll be continuing with one of our quizzes. Uh, so make sure you join us for that. It, well, it seems like you guys have been enjoying the quizzes so far, so we're happy to keep doing them. Uh, so yeah, check out that next time. But until then, look, where can we be found? We can be found on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the places where podcasts can be found. You can find this one by searching Monster Mash Podcast. Make sure you rate and review, like and subscribe, tell your friends, blah, blah, blah. Um, or you can go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. Where you can give us a dollar a month, hear episodes as soon as I'm done editing them. And also you can find links to the other podcasts that me and my pals create. And uh, Jas, what can they tweet oh. at Andy Man known for a nine this week? Oh, I oh, forgot who I was last. <laughs> I still do this. Like, I just... Oh, I've not got anything that I could fucking reference at all because like Andy's not. If you don't have a real much. job on the podcast, yeah, you should tweet at Andy. Yes, <laughs> that's what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do that. <laughs> yeah, tweet at Andy Man nine four nine to pay attention more on the podcasts. Mm. The quizzes don't. You won't them. listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, be paying, I was going to say I'll be paying a lot of attention in the next book <laughs> alright then thank you for listening Future. bye
Fuge. It's like futures, you know, it's like the new latest. <laughs> Fuge! Fuge is so bad. Six something years back, like a 50 year old, to can say, like, oh, I'm down with the kids. Fuge. <laughs>